Hey, Street Fight friends and family, welcome to the show. We're taking calls tonight. That's right, it's Sunday Street Fight. The number to dial 614 655 3887. You can come talk to us. We got plenty of room in the chat right now. And I'm sorry, in the queue and also in the chat as well. If you ever want to hang out, uh, talk about what's going on in the show uh, with other awesome people, head to twitch.tv slash Street Fight Radio to watch the show, support the show, uh, and, and maybe eventually we'll get some of those cool sound effects things going so you can uh, totally uh, fuck the show up too if you pay for it. would love it for you to be able to fuck the show up. Um... My name is Brett. My co-host is Brian. Uh, my hair isn't done because I partied last night. Uh, so excuse me if you're watching on the stream right now. Uh, if you want to support what we do, head to patreon.com slash Radio. Hito Brett's picking up this week again. Uh, we'll get that in the stream and get started on the next thing. But if you don't have the money or you can't do a $5 a month subscription on Patreon, you can always get access to our bonus audio shows by heading over to store.streetfightradio.com where we have audio downloads of all of the, well, most of the, most of the uh, extra shows, not all of them. There's also stickers, pins, and patches, and this week I am putting the brand new Street Fight off black shirt, is what I'm calling it. It's Steven, our, uh, Graphics guy, his original design, and if you're on Patreon, I'll, I'll send that link for the 20% off uh, sometime this week. Thanks for being here. Hey, How's hey. How's it going, Bri-Bri? Oh, okay. I'm looking at the chat. Nobody knows what time we go on. Yeah, uh, everybody's usually confused by that. It's simply 8 o'clock Eastern time on Sunday, 6 o'clock Eastern time on Wednesday. And, uh, yeah, the time change, though, we, you know, I've adjusted to the time change. I'm fine with it. I actually like it. Now, I hated it at first. Yeah. I was mad at it. So, that's that's good. Uh, I'm okay. You know, I had a relaxing day. I did Legos for a while, and then uh, I was like, whoa, I got to go to the gym. So, I went to the gym, and while I was there, I realized I had to print off a bunch of stuff for the fucking doctor's office. Yeah. The godforsaken fucking doctor always asking questions. I'm getting a new doctor. Yeah. Tomorrow I bought a new doctor. Wow. And uh, we're going to see how that goes now because my old doctor didn't do shit. Yeah. She was horrible. Didn't help me. Uh, Spent 10 years there. uh, 12, 12, 13, 13 years there. Uh, just not getting anything really, uh, probably could have died of something unknown because really basically what she would do is she'd have me come into the office and she'd say, how's everything? And I'd say every, I'm nervous every minute of my life and I throw up a lot and she'd be like, yeah, I mean, that's, uh, that's the way life is. That's just life. Yeah. You know, it's crazy how life is like that. And, uh, I'd be like, all right, well, uh, see you next month. And then she would give me some pills that don't work and I would move on. So, uh, now that I have a psychiatrist, I was like, I might as well go with a new GP too. Yeah. See if I can't get somebody looking after my health. I'm working out, get everything working good for me. You know, everything could be going well for the B dog. Sure. Maybe we'll see. I don't think so. I don't, I don't believe it. We are working on a, a, a fundraiser stream, right? 
I am working on trying to figure out this fundraiser stream situation so that I can get ketamine treatments to see if those are the things that'll help me. Uh, my therapist thinks that'll help. Okay. Uh, my psychiatrist does not, hasn't said anything yet, actually. I, I can't disagree with the psychiatrist. She hasn't said a word because I haven't talked to her yet. Oh, uh, okay. I don't know just... when my next psychiatry appointment is, but I don't, I don't think she, I mean, I'm going to tell her, but it's kind of like, she probably thinks it's bullshit, uh -huh. but also she works for a different drug dealer, so she works for Pfizer, so she's not ever going to... It's like they're never going to think weed is medicine either. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I think, you know, that's part of the reason she doesn't recommend me do any of that stuff is because of the weed card, because you know how that... You know how that can be, too. It's like you get the weed card, and then all of a sudden they're like, uh, they're like, oh, this guy doesn't need any, any medicine anymore. He's got weed. Yeah. That doesn't work, and it right. makes you a bad person. Yeah, he's a, he's a, he's addicted <laughs> now to that. Uh, so we can't give we can't alleviate his pain in any way. <laughs> we can't prescribe any drugs because now he's smoked weed. Yes, yes. So there is that. I you know I don't know what I'm gonna do. I I just uh, I think like I have been nuts, very nuts lately, and uh, probably six months in here just. Like super depressed and then uh, constantly on a scale of one to ten anxious, uh, nine all the time, every day. That sucks. Yeah. Yeah. It sucks. <laughs> it is bad. So I'm going to give it a shot. I'm going to uh, I'm going to try to work out how to uh, make you guys pay for it. And uh, but also me do work for it. And uh, if one person tells me stop buying Legos and I might be able to afford ketamine treatments, well, that would just make things worse yeah. for you'd me. Have, you'd have to spend twice as much on ketamine. Yeah, I need those goddamn Legos. I need the Legos. You know? Yeah, we need to. I say we need to set up a club. I would love uh, a club. I just spent $215 on an Ecto-1. Fuck. That, that car, the big long car that the Ghostbusters drive. Right. I bought that. And uh, it's big. Yeah. It's a big boy. So, yeah. I love it. Well, I'm on, I've had a great week since we. I've done something cool every night. But Thursday, I went to go see Slim Thug at. Oh, I like him. Scully's. Yeah. Uh, and it was a horrible show. <laughs> I felt really bad because Rachel was like. I'll come over as soon as I get off work. And I was like, and I was like, well, the doors are at nine. And she was like, doors are at nine. Cause we went to some of these hardcore shows where doors are at like six, you know, Fuck that. it's still fucking light of day. Cause they've got seven bands on the, yeah. The bill trying to leave. I, I, I'd be ready to go home by seven 30. Yeah. Show that starts at six. <laughs> well then, so then I was like, um, she was like, when should, when should we get there? And I was like, I don't know, but I, it's whenever I go to a rap show, and there's nobody listed as an opener. That means whoever pays money to open gets to open, you know? And we get there, and that's totally what happens. We get there at, like, 10, and it's just, like, people just, just guy after guy after guy after gal uh, just going and doing their songs. And, like, rap is so hard to do live. It's so easy to fuck up. I don't think I could. I think like it's crazy that they do it live. I, the guy. I mean, they get like 
every like amateur rapper gets really passionate and they're like, I understand it's probably sensitive stuff that means a lot to them, but they just end up like sounding like nothing. Like, this is from my heart, man. This is from my heart. And it's just, I don't know what they're saying. They just keep saying this is from the heart, you know? That's all I know. And you don't know what's going on. Um, there were some people that were really good. Uh, there was a really, they asked people to come up. They, one of my favorite parts was they asked people to come up on stage. They were like, Hey, we got a couple minutes here. Who can rap? Who can really rap out there? And this woman starts waving her hand, like really, really big, you know, like trying to get, get his attention. And he's like, well, you, I'm going to let you come up here. I'll let you come up here, but you better, you can really rap. Right. And she's like, yes, I can really rap. And the guy starts playing the beat. The DJ starts playing the beat and she starts moseying up to get to the side of the stage. And the guy's like, all right, we're going to see if she can really rap. And she goes to walk towards him. And then someone yells her name and she turns around and goes off to the side of the stage and starts like hugging somebody and talking to somebody else. And the guy's like holding the mic. Then the DJ starts playing. Then they're still waiting on this woman that's just like on the side, just hugging people and saying, hey, girl. And uh, then someone else grabs the mic. And he was actually pretty good. It was oh, fun. Yeah. She, so the lady didn't rap. She never rapped. She, she wasn't there to say anything. Nope. She nope. She went up there, got so close, turned right around. But so the, he, we we sat through this, and I was like, it was about midnight, maybe eleven thirty, and I'm like, he's gonna go on like as late as he can. Like we're gonna be here for a while. Do you want to hang out for two more hours? And she's like, yeah, I'll do it. He goes on at one a.m. He played for like forty minutes. And he, he didn't even play full songs. Like, he just played his, some of his best guest features. Like, I got to hear the uh, guess who's creeping, guess who's crawling, get still balling in the mix, you know? He did the, he rapped a Pimp C song. Like, he was just like, it was great. It was wonderful. It was perfect. It was worth 20 bucks. It was only 20 bucks. Damn. And I've wanted to see the dude forever. Where was it? I got to dap him up at the end. Um, but it was a slog. It was so hard just standing there and fucking slog. waiting for three hours three and a half hours just like what and nobody wanted to fucking party like the crowd was so they were all like arms crossed like nah you aren't shit you ain't shit you ain't shit and had everybody coming up there people like i said doing their fucking best to be like columbus we in the building it's party and everybody's just like no nope nothing people hate partying now and you know what i it was thursday too. i know the feeling we all hate partying now except for brett basically uh, most of the rest of us have decided partying is dead yeah the only thing we do now is we listen to bad music covers and watch bad tv shows That's that it. is the like but brett did take a bad tv show advice from me i did i'm so proud of you for watching that because i knew it was right up your alley the the vegan guy show the bad vegan show is amazing it's incredible <laughs> so good they have it's really good because it's um paranoid ass like uh rich people or powerful people so they all they have so much recordings like they recorded each other very early on it was like uh yeah we gotta we gotta get some of this down because this is getting real crazy yeah 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 you can always get a lot of record well everybody's recording themselves these days yeah but this guy was like they were recording him like kind of on the phone without him knowing which is that's where the cool shit happens yeah the guy was i mean it's so hard, like you said a million times when you watch these people that get scammed out of all this money or like, how does it happen? Can you really believe this? And I, I the guy sounds so unhinged, you know? This guy doesn't sound, this is a guy to me that was just like, 
I would have told him to eat shit out of my yeah. life within yeah. a day. It wouldn't have even taken that long. You know? Yeah. He did a lot. Of, yeah, he does a lot of screaming and yelling that was just unnecessary. But then he would go into like, I, I'm, he's like, it's going to be hard. This is going to be hard. We have to go through this. You have to have faith. Oh, I'm just, I didn't mean it like that. I wasn't threatening. I wasn't threatening. You can back out if that's what you want. You know, he just like, it goes from just extremes. And also, I, I do know, and I do think this would probably happen to me, after you've given, after you've, you've given somebody a million dollars because you believe that, like, you are ancient souls that are, like, <clears throat> entangled together through all time, mm-hmm. once you back, once you step away and call somebody and say, hey, I think I messed up, you have to explain, like, what you believe and what you let happen. And, I mean, well, she's still making bank off of this, I'm sure. The 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 series. I think here's one thing I would say. The once you give somebody a million bucks, it is hard to I mean that's sunk cost shit. Yes. Because you're like and secondly though, I think this woman was I hate to call her very stupid, but I am going to because the scam relied on something that was never even like explained or or like in a smart way, explain to her, like, I mean, why do you need $17,000 four times this week? Yeah. Why have you consistently, nobody, when you're, when you're wiring somebody $17,000, like the third or fourth time in a week, yeah, you gotta, I, listen, I, if I did that in my mind, I would be like, this motherfucker's probably gambling. Yeah. This motherfucker's probably gambling. <laughs> like, you would just think that. And I don't think it. What else could you. What, what? Nobody else can spend money like that. How can you burn through that much money? Exactly. Yeah. That's where I'm like, I don't understand why she wasn't like, I think this fucking guy's gambling. Because his whole story was that he was part of some cosmic space thing yeah. that her dog was going to get to live forever. But. In order for her to be able to get into the cosmic space queen situation, she had to listen to everything he said. Yeah. Now, in my mind, I hear that. I'm like, what a great fucking scam. If you can find somebody stupid enough to believe that they can join your cosmic space fighting thing. If they listen to everything you say. Yeah. And they have a bunch of money. Great scam if you can get it. Just can't imagine it would happen to anybody. You know, and it happened yeah. to more than one person. Oh yeah, his ex-wife. When his ex-wife showed up, I was like, "This is the best. <laughs> this is so good." And that Nazim guy, who was like, he was like, he lost maybe a hundred thousand dollars with them, and then he was like, "Well, you know, I'm not stupid." He like figured it out. He's like, "I'm not going to give this guy any more money," but he let him work for him. So he was like, "I'll I'll meet celebrities and go and hang out at the casinos while you go gamble away all the fucking money." Sure, yes. I'll be your right hand man. Fine with me. Absolutely, absolutely. So it's a very it's funny. Good. Bad vegan is great. I just watched a really weird one last night. Uh, this is just a little two part guy. Uh, not really well done, but really freaky because it's like this this game called Perfect World. I think it's like a Second Life thing, but you can fight. Okay. Um, these people are playing in this like Second Life thing. They're playing on a Edge Lord server. Okay. Right. So. People are saying crazy racist stuff and all kinds of shit. Right. You know, one day this guy, the guy that comes on there and he says all the most racist stuff all the time, he gets banned 
but he knows one of the things. So he gets banned for a few days and then he gets to come back if he says he's going to be better and then right. comes back and he Repeats. gets banned again. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, a lot of times again, it, it is it, it, like this guy goes all the way in with, with like, I am saying the N word. I'm yeah. like for real the shit, you know? And, uh, one day he comes on fucking line and he's like, uh, I killed my mom. Oh. And these motherfuckers are like, no, you didn't. This dude sends a picture of his dead ass mom with a knife sitting next to her. They're like, you're faking, bro. That's not real. What is this, a prank? He's like, no, it's not a prank. I killed my mom. Yeah. Then, a half hour later, hey, y'all, I killed my grandma. He's just playing. He's playing this game. He's like, hey, y'all, I killed my grandma. And they're like, no, you fuck it. You are, what are you up to today? This guy, he's fucking on one. But since he was this like yeah. racist fucking troll guy, yeah. everybody was like, nah, he's not. He didn't really kill his grandma. Right. He sends a picture. Grandma's dead. He's like, my sister gets home in a half hour, and I'm going to fucking kill her. They don't know where he's from. Uh, they're like, maybe he's full of shit. Maybe he's full of shit. So they reverse Google search the pictures. No results. Right. They go to a Russian search engine where you can get other sites and rehear. No results. At that point, they know. Right. The it's motherfucker is actually killing people. Right. And then within a half hour, he's going to kill his sister. Within a half hour. He killed his sister. He's like, I killed my fucking sister. Oh, they, he did, Oh, he actually did? He killed his dad, too. All of them. He killed his whole fucking family because they couldn't figure out where the fuck he was. Yeah. They, they called the police, which... Here's a big call the police situation. The motherfuckers called the police, and the police were like, what do you want us to do about it? It's a video game. Yeah. The, the police was... They were so <laughs> unhelpful. They Sounds at, like the police. Like, five of them called the police. One of them got laughed at. One of them got threatened to be taken to jail in Texas. Uh, somebody else in another country got got laughed at by the police. And uh, I looked over my wife as we're watching. I go like, "That's that's the police right there. There's the yeah, fucking police. That's what you get. That is what. That is my the big. Oh, the police are here to protect you. They will fucking laugh at you if you say somebody on the you know from the internet killed somebody. They will laugh at you and hang up on you and threaten to arrest you. The police. I can't express how useless they are. I can't think as I'm watching this thing. They end up finding him. But it's not the police that finds them. It's the other people on the server that somehow figure out how to find them. Like, they, they work and work and work. And when they find them, they call the Toronto. It was in Toronto. They call the Toronto police. They go there and the kid, the goddamn kid uh, uh, gives up. And, you know, then like, the fucking freshest thing about um, Canada is they'll let you have cameras in the interrogations. Which I guess that's not oh. fresh for people that are in trouble, but I did get to see the interrogation. But it was unsatisfying because the guy kept saying, like, uh, I prefer to remain silent whenever they ask him why he did it. And it's like, fuck, I want to know why that motherfucker did it. You yeah, know what I mean? For sure. But, like, it, I just thought it was crazy because it's like we go online a lot and, and 
I wouldn't even say as a person that I'm not a troll, I wouldn't say. I would say I'm probably a troll at times. I am at times. I post things that I know are going to get to people. And when those people get mad, I make fun of, I goof with those people. That's that's trolling. I'm probably not the worst at it, but like... uh, it is crazy, like, how much will be like, it's fake. This is all faking. They're faking. Everybody's yeah. faking. Always faking and joking around. And then, like, you know, sometimes maybe these people, because when every once in a while over the years of just even running around in, in the corners of the internet that I've been in, some fucking crazy shit has happened. People have died. Yeah. Like, just there are people that were around at the beginning that are dead and, and, and like, stuff like that. And it's it's, like... It's crazy because like this this thing that happened happened in 2019 mm-hmm. these murders. You would think in 2019 there would be some kind of protocol to try to figure out how to handle something like this. There's not. There's just no there's nothing. There's yeah. that's the police sit around and say we need to be here to protect you. We need all this money, all this weapons, all these all this surveillance equipment. To be able to protect you, they can't at all. There's, I just, for me, it's like, I don't know what occasion I could need the police for in my life that they could help me with. Yeah. Right? Okay. Maybe if I left my daughter home alone and somebody was banging on the door really hard and there was a cop three streets over. And I'm four streets over. Maybe then I could call the police and have them come over there and handle that situation. I just, I after I watched this thing last night before I went to bed, I just started thinking like, like fuck, man. At what point is our is there a time where the police are helpful? Is is there really? And you know, I also watch a lot of this true crime stuff where they're not. They're not getting a lot of the fucking killers. They miss a lot. They think they know who the criminals are. It's mostly black teens, and that's mm-hmm. what they're sticking to. Mm-hmm. Well, you're, I'm watching that doc. The, there's a series out now about that fucking, uh, and it just it. This is just something that popped in my head. Uh, there's a series on Hulu now about that girl that texted with her boyfriend who was committing suicide. Do you, do you know that story? Oh, she made him do it or something? Yeah, that's I'm what they sorry. say. That's sorry, what, that's that's all I know about it. But no, 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 no. It, you're right to feel that way, though, because the way the story's told is that like she was texting with him and talking him on the talking to him on the phone, and at times she was calling him chicken and saying, you know, you really got to do this and and shit like that. You know what I mean? Right. And I'm watching this cop like try to chase her down uh-huh. in this TV show, this kind of fictionalized version of it with elements. Of, but I'm thinking about like this cop spending eight hours a day trying to like chase down this woman's texts and like reading her texts, and then like she's gonna go to jail for for murder when I it doesn't that doesn't that doesn't feel she's a crazy i think she's pretty crazy i watched the doc about her when we were on tour on the airplane flying home okay she seems a little wild like yeah obviously yeah and she wanted like she was uh one of those people that kicks into high gear when somebody dies obviously my but that's not a crime my mom does that 
Like, there's a certain type of person when somebody dies, they they fucking that's when their world lights up and is better than it's ever been in their entire life. Yeah. My mom loves to tell me somebody's dying or somebody has died. It doesn't matter who the person is, it doesn't matter how I know the person. It's just the second a death happens, they light up. And that's what she did. She got like kind of like, oh, he was my boyfriend. And you know, we were close, but they weren't really close. They lived like an hour away from each other. And I don't like all this stuff. They they texted a lot. And um it's just interesting to me to think about like this kid died in his car alone on his phone he suffocated in his car alone on his phone he's dead like nothing is ever going to bring him back it's all over right that's you know maybe not what he wanted but what that's how he went out like why is somebody spending time chasing down some teenage girl <laughs> you know what i mean like what is the point in chasing her down and that's all I can think about as I watch this show. Like, she needs to go see a fucking psychiatrist or something. Yeah. She doesn't need to be chased down by the police and interrogated and thrown in jail. And now you got people out there that are like, you got to fucking throw her, lock her up, and throw away the key. Yeah. That's what you got to do. You got to fucking lock her up and throw away the key. And I've even noticed my shit has gotten fucked up in my brain because we watched a thing about another country where somebody did something vile and uh he went to prison he got an 18 year sentence for murder and uh i even was like for some reason i was like that's seems short that's not true 18 years isn't short but we're so fucking our brains are made to believe that like people are supposed to get fucking 40 years in prison if they're within proximity to somebody that dies. Yeah. So it's really weird, man. Oh no. Now everybody's like another episode that I'm, I won't talk it. Oh, come on. I love rainbows. What? <laughs> Nothing. Uh, valid kind people are saying great another uh happy episode and it's like well we've never done happy episodes so <laughs> yeah. no i just it, it just is a i i think that about the police a lot like i mean I, what do they do what is their job what is the thing you know yeah um just harass people and keep the uh keep the violence away from the white people yeah and protect their stuff it just is, can you truly go into your mind and people in the chat, please, people on the phone can call anything. Please tell me, Jason, you can even participate here. What is one reason that you would call the police as they currently exist now that you think would get you help? Can you, th- can you think of one? Um, I mean, I'm, there's certainly some rampage murderer people that are still out there that I don't think I'm, I don't think the community is equipped to handle yet, quite yet. I don't know yeah. if they have things in place. Because the only thing I can <laughs> I think wanna, of. Yeah, I don't know. The only thing I can think of is if I'm in a car accident and my car needs to get towed off the street so that we can move along. Yeah, they just register stuff for insurance <laughs> yeah. claims. Yeah, we could hire a tow guy. The tow police. 
Yeah. Tow truck would get rid of 90% or, or like, you know. Yeah. The direct. I like the traffic directing. I love that. I used to love it when they would come and help me direct traffic as a cable guy. I know I'm supposed to hate the police, but that's the one thing they can do. People will not listen to a cable guy when he tells them to slow down. When you hold up a sign out on a street, you're like, hey, you know. Yeah. They're like, you a cop, bitch? <laughs> they don't listen. So I guess there's that. But yeah, I, I can't see anything. Clean up a random death or I lock my keys in my car is one in the chat. So, yeah, it's everybody saying basically. I would what, like for a cop to get shot instead of me. Maybe jump in front of a bullet for me. That's that what I would great. call a cop for. That'd be great. But people in the chat are, are the ones saying like, you know, it's it's. About the only thing is a car accident that leaves shit all over the road. That's what I'm saying. They're good. They can, they can clean up the fucking roads. How about that? How about that? Because they ain't doing anything else. At yeah. All. I mean, we, yeah, we said that's been the, I mean, basically their trunk should be filled with um, spare light bulbs so that if, <laughs> if your headlight or taillight or any of your marker lights are out, a cop should pull you over and replace the bulb for you for free. Uh, they can clean up all of any debris from the wrecks and accidents and block the road, you know? Yeah. And, um, yeah, that's, a, and yeah, that, that works for me. Yeah. I just, it's crazy. All right. We can take some calls. I want to say one more thing I did last night. Uh, I went to brothers Drake meadery. Uh, it was really fun. Wavy was there painting some live models and, uh, it was a blast. I got to hang out with a bunch of art people. Uh, and make some new friends. But Jenny Arcade was there from WCRS. It was nice to see her. So follow her on Instagram. Um, she does a lot of cool parties and plays a lot of good music. And she's old school, so she does it on vinyl. And uh, always a good time. Excuse me, am I interrupting your wrestling? No, my whole computer locked up and closed down. And when I opened it up, the wrestling audio was on. I apologize. No, I don't even care about this match. Um... Uh, and then also, who else was there? Oh, I got some art from this guy Flipco Brand. Follow him. He was a good. He was a good dude. I also. I somehow guessed. I guessed two people's names yesterday. I was like so That's on fresh. it. Yeah, I accidentally called. I accidentally called him by his real name, and he was like, and I was like, oh wait, no, you're Flip. And he was like, well, yeah, I am, but you said my real name. Did I tell you my name? I was like, no, I didn't know your name. Uh, and so then there was this. Then I went to the bar to go cash out. And the bartender bought this piece of art, this huge piece of art that was like a woman with like her, her head in her hands. And uh, she was like, what do you think I should name her? And I was like, oh, Caroline. And she was like, that's my name. And I was like, oh, well, I'm two for two tonight. You're a real name. <laughs> yeah, I know how to do names. I know names. Right on, man. And the last one was Cat uh, Trackus. She was there as well uh, with a bunch of cool stuff. So checking them all out uh, on Instagram. Uh, I'm probably going to be... Probably going to reach out to him to help with some t-shirt stuff in the future. It was cool. I actually, uh, Rachel made me do some fucking witch shit where you like write down your intentions on a bay leaf and you burn it. And I wrote down that I wanted to make new friends and uh, it worked. So I believe in uh, burning bay leaves now, at least for sure, for that much of witchcraft. I came real close to doing something last night yeah. and then I didn't do it. Oh no, but so, you almost did. This class is going to go see Pup. Last night, why? Like that clip because I know the guy from Pups. Oh fuck! You should have told me. Yeah, you should have got me in. He messaged me probably. Oh, 
two hours. You son of a bitch. Two, well, this was like two hours before. So I got that time. I can and, do that. And uh, I was already in my pajamas. <laughs> and I was already, and then Gwen was like, well, I'm staying home tonight. And I was like, damn, I don't get Gwen usually. So I was like, I'm going to stay home. So we're Gwen. Yeah. Uh, which, you know, whatever. I, I, I should have told you. I know. I just, uh, like I said, I didn't know until like, I think it was like an hour before the show or something like that. Yeah. And I apologized and said I was busy. I was actually, uh, I was actually uh, building the Taj Mahal. But they don't listen. Steve? Yeah. He would know. He knows. He knows what to expect. Yeah. He actually did also help me out by saying, like, uh, you also kind of don't want to come down here. It's currently Frat Boy City. And I'm like, well, yeah, that's... Yeah, that's... We are... I'm born and raised here, my friend. Yeah. Yeah. I'll see you (laughs) next time they come through, I'm sure. Yeah. It was really fun, though. Rachel is the best. She's hot. And whenever she go... Whenever we go places, like, the gals, gays, and theys, like, just grab her and are like, you're my new friend now. So... It's fun. We were going to take Molly before we went, but there was not a lot of people there. So it would have been us like fucking being disgusting, like in the middle of a room and not realizing, you know, so it was a smart move to hold back. Uh, And I love art events. I'm so happy to do gallery hop again. It's like so exciting to go and meet uh, fucking weirdos. And like that one guy, the one guy I was talking to, he was he was telling me stories about how he shot mortars at the cops one time to get them to stop from pulling over some dude he knew. Well, that's cool. I was <laughs> yeah. uh, like, fireworks? Fireworks. He started shooting that's fireworks, fresh, and they stopped from pulling some other guy over and fucking chased after him instead. <laughs> that's like those fucking guys. Uh, uh, that's like those fucking guys that tried to save my life. Oh, yes, when you're getting towed? When I was getting towed, yeah. That was cool as hell when that happened. Just create man. a bigger commotion. Yeah, some guys, oh, they cause so much trouble. Trust me, they cause they cause way more trouble than ever possibly yeah. could have been caused that was ever worth yeah because yeah. a guy was towing me because i asked them to but there were some old crust punk guys and they were just like you don't fucking tow him yeah uh-uh. take it down and i'm like no 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 i need like actually i need them to tow me you oh you don't fucking that's what the man wa- no. <laughs> <laughs> all right guys <laughs> it's cool man they were they're you're there uh, they were trying to be a knight in disgusting armor yeah. Disgusting battle jacket armor. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gross, smelly armor. <laughs> All right, let's jump on the phone. Oh, let me get my headphones plugged in. Okay, Should I put my uh, headband on? Do you think people would like that? Or Headband? Do you want to do headband? Are you going to go into sport mode or something? Are you going to start your heart rate going up? Hold on. Oh, I saw this. I like the look, but you do kind of... You got to play some rec basketball, man, if you're going to wear one of those. You got to be in a rec basketball league. Upside down Nike sign is a dope move. I always do that, too. It's because Nike's in distress. Oh, shit. Really? Yeah. You wear it upside down. Um, All right. I'm here. I'm here. Oh, maybe I'll flip it. I'll, I'll flip it. Okay. Uh, and by the way. It's Newport if it's upside down. Here's what the B-Dog's going to do. Here's what the B-Dog's going to do. I'm going to tell you that right now. Uh, if I do this fundraiser i'm gonna need right around three thousand dollars if i exceed three thousand dollars i will put the goddamn singlet on and get a picture so singlet for three grand i don't know when we're gonna do the thing but that's what i want so uh i will put the singlet on as soon as i raise three grand and yes i am always a hoodie. I'm always, I'm a headband guy now, too. 
This is Jim Brian. This, you call this Jim, G-Y-M. Right. Brian. This is what Brian looks like at the gym. And then at the, you know, I'll put my hat on when I'm right. normal. When you place. do your business. But, but tonight I'm going to let everybody see Jim Brian. All right. So you're going to trade in some... Uh, Trading some physical embarrassment for some mental health. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So uh, I even have been talking about maybe getting some bedazzlement on the old uh, crotch on the gimmick on the uh, straps singlet. Oh, like a wrestling, like a wrestler style. Maybe kind of go rest. Maybe here's what I'll do. Maybe I'll go see how much it would cost to get that goddamn shit um, airbrushed. And then uh, I will put the singlet on. I will get pictures and all that stuff. And then, boom, Brian gets ketamine treatments. What would your airbrush be? I don't know yet. Probably just street fight stuff. Yourself? Right? Oh, no, a street fight thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, what about like a brick wall, like getting punched through or something? That would be cool. That would be cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah, color yeah. is it? It's black. Uh, it is a black singlet. Have you put it on ever? Uh, no. You've never even put it on? No, it's Not hiding in my like... drawer. It's just sitting in a drawer alone. I've never put it on. Oh, wow. Uh, but, but I will put it on. I will let the picture be taken. Uh, and I will, but that's only for $3,000. Sure. We got to get to 3K. Everyone's got a price. Yep. We got to get to 3K and my dignity I mean, I was going to say $3,750 because uh-huh. then it would be ketamine and the Titanic Lego set. Okay. <laughs> I would go that far. I would do it. Let's do that. Let's make it that. If you're going to put on the singlet, I, I'll put on a singlet uh, for $5 a month subscription. <laughs> All right. Let's take some calls. All right. See how people feel about this. Thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight? What's up, guys? It's Bear. Roar. Bear. <laughs> What's up, Bear? How you doing tonight? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. I, I don't. Uh, I don't know if you're watching. I don't know if you're watching, but you're talking to a real jock right now. So, just letting you know that. Um, Oh man, I haven't. I feel like I should go look. So, do I yeah. check this out? I'm wearing a headband. You know, uh, it's pretty cool. I'm taking the hat off and going headband. See, I actually saw myself in the headband when I went to print some stuff. Since I can never make a printer work, and uh, I looked in the mirror as I was walking in because I forgot I was headbanded. And uh, I was like, damn, I look kind of good in a headband. I'm going to go, maybe sometimes I'll go headband, maybe sometimes I'll go hat. Okay. You know? It's a bold look. I love it. I'm it's liking it. It's great for it. the summer. You got to watch the, the sun, though. Oh, no, I got to wear a hat in the summer, though. I might get yeah. a visor. I was thinking about getting a visor, too. I was thinking about going visor look. Wow. Myself. I wish I could find some more stylish headbands. I mean, we went looking for headbands yesterday at the old uh, mall, because... You know, obviously the mall's where the Lego store is, so I have to go there every time I get paid. Right. And I went, I went to the Lego store, and then when I finished, I was like, you know, I really gotta. So I'm googling what are you supposed to do with a hat at the gym, 
what do hat guys do at the gym? Yeah. This is it. Headband. So there it is. You know? Uh, uh, you could also do like a biker. Um, I like to do, I'm a big bandana fan. Because I have the bandanas in like every color. And you can See, also that's... roll them up too and make them a tight little band, or you can do biker style. That's my get down. Um, that see, that was the other suggestion. I don't like it. I don't want to tie something. I know it'll come loose every time I go to do it. You know what I mean? It's like anytime you got to tie something, shoes, for example. Which this Wednesday, get ready. I'm mad at my shoes. Uh oh. <laughs> fucking hot under the guy. Got I got blisters. That you've never seen in your life. Hot spots, huh? Two of them. Off them new joints, the clouds? These Swiss fucking engineered yeah. shoes I'm wearing got me blisted like crazy. Are you taking them back? Well, we got answer. We'll get on Wednesday. I'm thinking about We'll do about the saga. I am Wednesday. thinking about taking them back, man. It only happens on the elliptical. Okay. But I ain't quitting the elliptical. That's something I'm good at. Uh, so what's going on, Bear? No, uh, I was calling to talk about the, the job interviews I have lined up uh, to be an insurance salesman. Oh, no. <laughs> have you ever have you ever done sales? No, no, not at all. Okay, now let me ask you this. Imagine doing sales about something you don't give a rat's ass about. <laughs> <laughs> so, <here's> Sorry. <laughs> Dude, it's going to be awful. I know. Like, I'm not looking forward to it. But here's the deal, right? I took, I took like, a, like a assessment test on Indeed for sales, right? Okay. Like, they're just like, hey, you want to apply for this job? See how good you are at sales. And apparently, I got, like, a perfect score on it according to, like, the Indeed uh, scoring system. Okay. Like I was able to pull it up and see that it said that I did phenomenal with the like what thing on it, right? Mm, I gotta explain something to you. Uh, here's the thing: nobody wants to do sales, and uh, I I need to find out where you went, and I will also take this survey, and I fucking bet you it'll tell me sales. I. Can I sales is the job that nobody wants. So when people are asking, Hey, I'm a little aimless. I don't know what kind of job I want to do. It's always sales. It always sends you to sales. I love, no, I know a lot of guys that are very pro sales. I've never, I, I they make a lot imagine. more money than anybody else. I know too. <laughs> Everyone I know in sales loves that shit. That's like all they ever want to do. But what do you, I mean, it feels like killing prey. Uh, you think you're up for that bear? I'm just curious. Like, what? What do you? Are you thinking, a shark? Bear? Are you a killer? Can Can oh, you be? Oh not God, no, you? no, not at all. Oh no. Sometimes, I mean, being nice, is. friendliness goes the mo the farthest in sales. You have to move in and out of like genuinely having a good conversation. I was all right of it, all right with it because I can have uh, conversations with people, strangers. I just didn't like taking money from them. I didn't believe in what I was selling. And I, I hated, like, I felt like I was setting them up. Like, I would talk, call call somebody out of nowhere, 
strike up a friendship over 10 minutes and then all of a sudden I'm going to try to steal thousands of dollars a month from them for the sake of my company. Well, it's, inter- it's interesting because I'll say, I'm going to say this to Bear too. Uh, Brett was in sort of the same world that you're looking to be in too. And I also have people in the insurance world and uh, I, I don't, I, I don't know. I, so basically the way sales jobs work is you get a list of leads and then you, you call those leads and you try to sell them insurance. Is that correct? Yeah. That's how a sales job, uh, most, Brett, most Brett. Yeah. When I met him, Brett was, uh, selling the leads to the insurance people. <laughs> And I'd really like him to explain to you how those were going. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was, yeah, I don't, I don't. <laughs> there was a, like, we sold and then we never had to deal with the people after that. But um, sometimes they would break through and the people would be like, you totally fucked me over and you're tanking my business. And this was all a fucking lie. And you screwed me out of several thousands of dollars. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm just saying, like, that. I would worry about the leads. I would worry about people. You might think, oh, you know, Americans, they don't want Medicare for all because they like their insurance. That's actually not true. People hate insurance so much. Like, well, pe- that's the thing. Like, nobody buys, in, no one is shopping for insurance, you know? Like, mm. people have their guys that they tolerate, and I feel like that's done. Well, people also, um, you're, wait, you were, you're selling insurance. Is that what you said? Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The mostly what happens is they trick people into putting their information in. people want to go onto the computer and say, this is my info. How much will it cost me? They never want to talk to a person. They never, ever mm-hmm. want to speak to a person. They want to be able to sign up online and never talk to a person. So a lot of those leads are generated by telling people, Hey, find out how much you can get on your car insurance. And or whatever insurance, and then you fill it out, and then they're like, "Oh, we're gonna call you about it." You know, we we can't say it over the internet, or we need to get more information. And then they sell that information, and then people get hounded. Can I say also, people? I'll say this too. People, and maybe I'm wrong about this. People, I'm gonna see if the chat blows up, if Brett's head blows up. Uh, people would rather have an app. Like, they're not looking to have an insurance guy anymore. Nobody's looking to have an insurance guy anymore. They just get the goddamn app. I got progressive right now. I just got away from Geico, you know? Both apps. Yeah. I don't have an agent, right? Right. And if you're selling progressive, fucking go for it. Because they never want to talk to you, ever. <laughs> it's not good. It's not good insurance, but I, I, I haven't talked to a person. I signed up for it. Never talked to a person ever. I just have an app on my phone. Um, and I really do believe that most people do just want an app for their insurance for, are you thinking health insurance or car insurance? I'm actually selling both. Cause I'm selling oh. for, uh, the interviews are for Allstate and for State Farm. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. I'm really worried about you, Bear. I know that you've had a shitload of r- r- bad jobs or whatever, but uh, 
I think selling insurance. I you might you might be going too far with this one. <laughs> I just got to tell you. I no, want to talk to that on. You think this is the straw that's breaking the camel's back of like shitty work? Do you think the insurance is too far? I just feel like I think you're going to hate it. I, I hate doing this to people too. Uh, I hate, I really, really hate doing this to people because I think when people find something they want to do, you should encourage them to do that thing. Right. And like, I'm, I'm the guy that like, you know, nobody really encouraged me except for Brett to do this thing. Right. And I, and I ended up doing it and like, uh, but, but, but I think that when you're going to do something and it is something that will for sure, you will take psychic damage from selling being a salesperson. Yeah. I, I bear you don't read as a salesperson to me. Um, and it'll give you psychic damage. As Brett said, you do have to lie. You do have to be sort of manipulative and fucking weird. And also, again, no, unless you can go to a person and say your insurance, if you get insurance with me, it'll be cheaper. That's the, that's all anybody's looking for. So it, it, I think it just seems like it would be super hard to sell insurance to me. Yeah, that's also not true. I mean, if you're a good salesperson, I mean, it's easy to get people to jump in the boat. I think you should try and figure out, um, you know, if it works for you, uh, especially for like if you're talking about if you're thinking about doing photography stuff still like you have to figure out how to drum up business and kind of how to ask for money and kind of pressure somebody to just pay you to do something. You know, it's hard to get money from people, but there's ways to massage it out of them. Bear, um, I'm insurance isn't the worst because you can be like an advisor in some sort of way. So it, you could get, feel rewarded in the way that, you know, this person is confused about how much protection they needed or I saved them from not buying enough and then their car gets totaled and, and they're fucked because they didn't have gap insurance or something like that, you know. Uh, that Violent Orchid in the chat said there is a... Uh, uh, Somebody in the chat is saying that there you can sell computers. That there's like a company I believe called Enterprise where you sell computer equipment to businesses. Enterprise software comp at an enterprise software company where you sell software to businesses. Now that I could sit and lie all day, sure, all day and all night, and I'm that I would lie. do. Yeah, that one's more fun. That was like a more fun like risk report than insurance. Because <laughs> I don't have to care about the person on the other end. <laughs> yes. Right. Yeah. Because I, I also, that's again, like, where I think that, like, if you're listening to this show, you're you're not going to feel good fucking somebody over on their insurance. I don't think, you know. And I just, I would, I don't know. I, I, I think you could make a lot of money doing it. Yeah, the but you, the people that were good at it and like to do it are folks that I don't like, and there I do you. like you, Bear. And I think the people that get off on it are really fucking. I could sell uh, ketchup pop, popsicles to a woman in white gloves. Like those kind of types are are very hard to deal with. Well, the the thing is, right? Like I got like a bunch of insurance companies that asked me at once to like apply for it, uh -huh. but the three that I actually scheduled interviews for, 
they're all fucking salary positions. So I'm like, oh no, 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 I'm no, making no. salary straight from getting signed on plus commission. So the idea for me is like, yeah, just like sell to the most minimum amount of people possible until I get fired for not doing anything. Yeah, that's no, that's a great move. That's a wonderful move. That, I that is smart because also the commission's probably pretty good, and if you do end up selling some stuff, uh make some good money get out of there go do your photography and stuff you might have it now i thought it was a job i should have asked if it was salary salary is where it becomes a problem (laughs) that's great there's there's also the idea of like i feel like i'm gonna find some guy who's trying to find the cheapest deal and insuring his like 12 porsches and it's like you know maybe i can upcharge this guy on everything why not yeah. Get them to, to give me the most money possible. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Absolutely. I think you can do it. I. It's not that I don't think you can do it. I think you can talk. And, uh, uh, you know, we've talked to you plenty and, and we know you can talk and, and we know you're charismatic. I, 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 uh, I think Psychic Gasoline even saying if you want to try sales, go sell for T-Mobile. Uh, I think those people make a lot of money or I can't say a lot, but good money. I don't think so. You don't think so? Because I've never seen any adults do it. <laughs> but I assume like that you make the sale yeah, every just, time a person comes dude. in. There's this like 40, 50 year old dude at my local T-Mobile who does it. His name's Paul. Uh, okay. Shout out to Paul if you're listening. You're the coolest guy I've met in this city. He slay. He, okay, he, he, he's got it then. Okay. I, I, I misspoke. There, make are, money? there are lots of uh, awesome people making that cash. Yeah. See, I, I that feels easy, man. too. The, 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 My friend is... The phone store seems like the easiest shit in the world, and I'm going to tell you why it does, because nobody goes in there and doesn't get a phone. You walk in, you walk out with a phone every time. Yeah. Every person. Every person that walks through that door is a sale. They're asking to be sold. Yeah, they want it. Oh, give it to me. Yeah. So phone phone sales. I mean, and then you get a moron like me that comes in there and you can tell him his phone bill is going to be cheaper and then make it $100 more a month. Boom. You made yeah. even more money, you know? So that's something. Uh, you got any other? The, the, you, the, the other move is that I have like call center experience. Like you put that on like a nothing customer service job somewhere down the line, you know? Have you ever done that? No, I mean, I, I I worked in a call center for about a week and then promptly got fired when they found out I didn't meet the age requirement yet. Yeah, it's a uh, uh, call center is is God. I would I I would I think you could do it fully. I I think anybody can do call center work. It is uh, I don't know. You seem like a little bit different from me in that like we've talked and, and you don't feel like crying when somebody yells at you and stuff. You'd probably do yoga. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to do Pilates. So you're not going to do Pilates. I know, but I say I'm, I'm going to say I'm going to do Pilates. There's a Pilates place right by my house. I think I'm going to do Pilates. Okay. Um, so <laughs> I'm not going to do it. Pilates is great. I, yeah. I mean, it seems better than yoga. 
I think you can listen to heavy metal while you uh, do Pilates. No, they do the incense shit there, too. Is there any way I can stretch without having to hear fucking boom? Or have to think about a bud coming out of a tree or something like that? Is there, like, a non-hippy-dippy version of stretching? There has to be a heavy metal yoga somewhere. Yeah. But I feel like Bear... I I feel like I I think a call center job for you might actually be a good direction to go. Be, here's why. Here's why. Do you like you don't mind sitting, do you? That's a problem. Sitting is a is a problem, right? Yeah, no. I, I I'm fine sitting for a while as long as I like, get to go do shit after, you know? Like you gotta have something to like bookend it. Can you sit for six to eight hours? Probably. Yeah. And uh can you handle getting yelled at for most of that, obviously. But no, you might not. You might be able to do tech support, you know? Because I was doing tech support. I didn't get yelled at that much. But my mom was in the same call center. She was, uh, oof, this is the worst job ever. She worked for Priceline.com in the same call oh, center. Yeah. And uh, 100% of the calls were about trying to cancel mm-hmm. the flight that they got because it's at an inconvenient time. Right. Because that's how yeah. Priceline works. And 100% of the calls where you say, no, you can't do that. Right. And just fighting against a brick wall, just reading a terms of service back at somebody that didn't read the terms of service for the first time. <laughs> yeah. So that's one type of call center uh, job. But the, you, you get paid hourly at a call center. You don't, True. There's, no more, there's no more money to be made. I mean, you go into sales because you want to make money. Like, and I think I would rather have the opportunity to make more money than just sit there and get abused on the phone for eight hours a day for the same wage. Yeah. 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 I, think, I think the only difference between like that and what I'm doing now is just, I don't have to move as much, which I guess is a small plus. Yeah. And I mean, like I, we've talked before though, and you said you don't mind getting yelled at and sometimes call centers pay a little bit more to get yelled at yeah they'll pay you a little bit more to get yelled at yeah if you take the yell that job they'll fucking be like hey you know we'll we'll pay a good amount of money because people keep quitting all the time and then you can also get way moved up in the uh company by doing that too right like in like if you're willing to talk to the meanest people, you can make a lot you can make really good money in a call center. That's all I'm saying, you know. People want to see my muscles. Maybe, maybe I don't I have them yet. That, then. Yeah, I think maybe you I would become like a like a yell E employee. Like literally all you do is you go in and then you be willing to be the manager that they transfer to. And those people make pretty good money actually and i think you could do it you know they call it like the high risk uh or high level it's high level call center but if you're a person that doesn't take things personally like that i you know i gotta say like i would have i would have been so much better at the call center if i didn't want to cry every time a guy said this is unacceptable (laughs) (laughs) So that I would just dr- feels like so. Though, like, this is unacceptable. That just sounds so like 
ineffective to me. I feel like yelling that at somebody would gain like almost zero response every time. It actually gets a hundred percent response, whether they say it or not. I it would it would get you on the phone with my manager at the call center, and uh, I it makes me want to cry every single time. I'm not even fucking lying that anytime somebody says this is unacceptable to me in a situation where I'm not allowed to yell back. It, it literally makes me want to cry. It's it's the worst feeling in the world. It is it because it means that they are not they are not giving up. It's they just won't give up, and there's nothing to say. You know, there's nothing you can say to get them to stop. So, oh, after a while, in the chat says I need to speak to a customer retention specialist. That's just that's smart, Alecky. Actually, that. <laughs> Now you're just taking the long way to say I'm canceling. <laughs> Although I've heard, and I don't know, let me, I can look this up for you, Bear. You know what I think would be a good call center to work in? Sirius XM. <laughs> because it's oh basically people call in and they're like, I want to cancel my Sirius. And you're like, hey, we'll give it to you for free for a year. And they're like, okay. And then you get credit for being a retention. Like, I think that seems great. And a lot of call center jobs these days now are letting you do it at home, which is another thing that's like they'll set you up to do it at home. And I'm just saying, like, I don't know. I would go call center before I went sales. But it seems like Brett might go sales yeah. before call center. Um, I'm going the highest pay. Um which is sales sales. Yeah. Sales the only determining factor. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. You're, that's a good point. You're, you're doing, you're, you're, you're smart. And, and I think you, I, I hear you talk on this show. I know you can talk. Uh, you might just be great at sales. You might just, and, and, and hopefully you keep us, you don't get all busy uh, flying around in your yeah, jet sales selling guy. sales guy lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't don't gonna, have too many Manhattans at, at the bar. Duh. I've ever told you this. Have I ever t I don't know if I've ever told this story. When I was in rehab, there was this guy in there that was a sales guy. And this motherfucker was top level sales. He was like he was going out to dinners okay. with the clients. Yeah. And shit like that, man. And uh, he realized he needed to go to rehab because he kept falling asleep at the dinners. Wow. Like he fucking he drank so much that he would fall asleep at dinner. Drank so much face in the food. Oh, no. Face in the food. Oh, no. Yeah, that's a problem. So for sure. he's like, finally, I'm taking care of myself. I'm doing the right thing while I'm there. It's outpatient. The guy has a relapse and does the same thing while i'm there and falls i falls asleep in the food yeah and i'm just like i just wanted to say to him i'm like is there any like way you could reward yourself with like you can have a drink after you make it home from the dinner with, yeah with the other sales people yeah. like could you get that would be a move I, like i can't believe people fall asleep in the food it's very sad but yeah yeah that's a that's so bad. don't fall asleep in the food i hear right. that's bad they that don't like hard. that yeah. Don't drink scotch before noon. I've never met a person that fell asleep in their food except for that guy. I've never heard of that. 
My mom probably has, actually, to tell you the truth. For sure. Yeah, she's got slept in her food vibes. I definitely have. <laughs> not, at a, not at a business meeting, but I've definitely fallen asleep in food before. Yeah, that's great. The I mean, I can see myself animal. like I. So, I've been getting really into these Jello bites lately. They're Jello, but they're like cut up. People that listen to Reach a Roundtable have heard about them. Uh, they're they're just cut up Jello, but jigglers. Yeah, but they're sold at the store already done. They're a little more firm. I tried to make jigglers at home, and they, they just weren't firm enough for me. These are a little more firm. Okay. And uh, a whole cubes of Jello. Cubes of Jello. You buy cubes of Jello. One at, one cube at a time, or like a tub no, full I buy of cubes. A bag full of cubes Jello. Of cubes of Jello. <laughs> it's forty five calories in the whole bag. Uh-huh. Also sugar free. Uh, okay. So I'm, I'm loving this. I'm loving this yeah. Jello. I'm eating this Jello Getting all that collagen all the fucking time. And uh, started to notice. Uh, well, first I noticed there's Jello on my bed sheets, which is a problem because yeah. there's know- somebody else that sleeps in there with me, and they see Jello on the bed sheets, and they're like, "Oh, what's going on?" Yeah, no eating in the goddamn bed is a is a should be a rule oh, for every so- house. That's one of my. Jordan Peterson rules for life. Number one, Brett Payne's rule for life. No eating in the goddamn bed. One of Sorry. The, one of the worst things I ever did was I'll eat, because I wake up in the middle of the night and binge eat sometimes, I'll, I'll eat like Reese eggs. <laughs> Reese eggs. <laughs> okay. Yeah, all year round. Whatever the Reese egg More is than for one? the year. Oh, don't even. There was a period over there during the winter when I was real, like, when the depression really kicked in this year, this run I'm on now, I was doing nine Reese eggs a night at least. Reese the the eggs, the eggs. They come in packs of six. You can buy two, get one free. Oh, okay. And I was eating nine of them in one night, sometimes twelve. And uh, I'd wake up in the morning, and uh, my pillow would be brown. Because I drooled the Reese eggs <laughs> onto the pillow. Your whole mouth was lined with just Reese egg? Yeah, with and Reese just eggs. just spit just, ugh. And then it got and all to, of your fingers are probably brown, too? You probably had residue? Yeah, so it wasn't a problem when it was like, well, it was a problem. But it didn't seem like a problem when it was my side of the bed. But, like, I started, like, rolling towards... I started getting it on my wife's pillow. Ew. And I think that's where the problem started to come in. Probably. Where I was like, I can't really do this Reese egg <laughs> thing in bed anymore. Because <laughs> I was just eating them. I had two bowls in my room that I can run downstairs. I got these two bowls. They're plastic. I go downstairs. I fill one with Jello and one with Reese eggs. And then I come up and I lay in bed and watch TV <laughs> with my fan on me. <laughs> You were like a St. Bernard, like slobbering chocolate slobber all over the bed. Oh, somebody said no eating in the bed or in the toilet. Well, on the way upstairs with the jello in the bowl in my hand, sometimes I have to stop and take a piss and I'll just oh, no. stand there and pee and then I'll wake up in the morning and be goddamn jello on the toilet because I'm eating while I'm peeing. Uh huh. You know? And the jello falls? Yeah, sometimes. There's Jello all over that house, dude. If, if <laughs> anybody knew how much Jello there is, all there's Jello all over all the Legos. There's Jello in all the Lego. This, 
Uh, all the Lego books, the blankets in my living room all have Jello on them. <laughs> this is like the floor has Jello. There's Jello. There couldn't be more Jello in it's my like house. Like living like a toddler. <laughs> it's true. It's true. The oh, only time God. I ever really learned not to eat in the bathroom was so when I was like 13. I was in a hurry to get things done, like people say, you know. And uh, I go get home from school. I'd, I'd make some peanut butter toast, and then I'd sit down on the toilet to take a shit and oh, eat the peanut butter God, toast. No. And uh, stop. One day I got, well, okay, but I stopped now. Okay. But you don't do that anymore. But I would get outside with my friends, I'd be scratching my fucking my fucking nut area the whole time because I had fucking toast crumbs in my pubes. <laughs> you can't not get toast crumbs. Yeah, it's going to fall. It's falling turlet. into your lap. Yeah. You didn't even have a plate on your lap? No, I brought the toast in and sat it on my knee. Ah! Well, I don't know what's wrong with that. It's the same It's thing. the same skin, yeah. It's yeah, fine. It's all good. It's all good. I just don't know what you was so important that you couldn't separate those two activities because i wanted to get outside and play okay I okay fair and fuck fair. it now i'm gonna sit around and wait for oh i'm gonna sit around and wait for the toast now i'm gonna wait to eat it then i'm gonna wait to shit i can do it all at the same time right. i can make the toast go you in the bathroom life hacking hold it in each hand and eat it while i shit that's what i can. i don't eat on the toilet anymore i only eat when i'm peeing now Okay. So Somebody told me recently it's too hard to look at your phone while you pee. And I'm like, what the fuck is your problem? Who doesn't look at their phone while they pee? I have to look at my phone while I pee. Really? Otherwise you can't do it? I won't I just get bored in the bathroom and also have the shower running. It's just like not right. You have the shower running? Wait, what'd you say? I said I wouldn't eat in my bathroom unless I also had the shower running. Yeah. And also like... See, like, I, could, I could, like, eat a sandwich or something while I'm waiting for, like, a bath to run. Or, like, while I'm waiting on the water to heat up. But I couldn't do it in any other circumstance. No, the steam is, like, just thinking about all my food getting steamed by that, like, that water. Yeah. That shower water. I don't want any of that on my I food. Mean, people drink in the shower and it's not a big food. deal. It's no problem shower beers. But when somebody wants to eat in the bathroom, it becomes a problem. <laughs> Oh, I guess we're going to have to continue the debate next time. Thanks for calling yeah, in, thanks Bear. Thanks, Carl, Bear. It. We got to roll through this queue. Hell yeah. Have a good night, guys. Peace. Peace. Oh, my God. Gel bites. That's what they're called. They jail, bites? jail bites? Jail bites. Jail bite. <laughs> New from Jello. Jail bites. <laughs> they sell them at Kroger's. They're called Kroger brand gel bites. $1.99. And I go in every few days and I buy seven bags of them. For how much? It's 14 bucks. Get about seven bags. I For buy all the ones they have. Basically, I go in. They got black cherry gel bites. I buy them out. And then I have found out recently there's somebody else buying them out. Oh, so you're in competition. Yeah. Because when I first started buying them, they were 10 for 10. That's a dollar. Yeah. Now they're a dollar 99. Because I'm buying them out all the time. And then there's another person buying them out. This lady, because I, I went to pay for my gel bites at the pharmacy. And I, I said to the lady, I, she's like, oh, those are so good. And I'm like, oh, I know. And she's like, we're always running out. And I'm like, I know. I come in every three days and buy them all. Yeah. I'm the reason. And now Ma'am, I'm the reason why. 
<laughs> I'm the man who buys the Jello, yeah. and now I think she's also buying all the Jello now when I'm not around. You know oh, when I don't get in there, because so she knows. She knows that yeah, there's competition. Yeah. for Jailbite. All right, let's take this. Let's take this call. Uh, thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight? Hello. We're here. You're talking to Sports Brian. <laughs> and the Madman. Sporty Boy. <laughs> Sporty Sports Brian and the Madman. We're sporting it up. Hello, Aaron. Whoa, 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 whoa. Skeleton. Up? Have you ever have you hit a, mute? A skeleton in a while. The undead finally creep back into our lives as they're improving, of course. They're always trying to prey on our downfall. Why is everybody saying every town has two Brian's? There's Sport Brian, I guess. Yeah. And then Brian that eats on the toilet. Yeah. Are those every, the two Brian's. Every I town has one eat on the toilet. Uh, eat while I'm standing over the toilet. I pee standing up. I just, yeah. I mean, you throw any whipped cream on them gel bites? Ew. No, on, that's the classic. That's I'm a diner. Trying fave. to fucking. Just eat the gel bites, baby. I'm trying to. Now you got me. Um, I I got WrestleMania on one screen, gel bites on the other screen. Trying to find some fucking find a deal on the gel. Bites. What if you? So what if you bought regular Jello, which is only like thirty nine cents for a whole tray of it? Tried it, and then you threw you you also bought gelatin you and and throw it in as a little extra firming agent. Hmm. I don't know. I might do that. Well, I mean, it's really not that big of an expense. $2 for a bag of jail bite. And also, like, sometimes I'll eat three bags in a day. Yikes! Wait, how much per bag? 45. Okay, that's... 45 calories. You might have found a good hack. You could fucking eat those You found a good hack. Yeah, I could wake up and eat those things and then all day till I go to bed. You ever get fucking wild and just throw, like, some real fruit in there with it, too? No, just gel. I don't eat gummy bears anymore, either. These are your gummy bears. Yeah, my, my my wife will be like, I'm going to go get some gummy worms. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to go get some healthy gel bites. Uh, violent organ, the gel bites are definitely not vegan. There's no way. There's no gelatin that's vegan, though, right? You can't get jello vegan. Uh, Yeah, not that I know of. Yeah, yeah. There's Unfortunately, I feel for up. a lot of people, uh, I feel for you because jello is truly one of my favorite things in the world. But, uh,. I'm sorry, everybody. They don't make vegan Jello. You got to eat fish, fish spoons or fish bones. I think also like cow bones. I think they like get it from cow bones. Oh man, just bone shit. Agar, right. agar, yeah, or maybe some sort of chia or aquafaba or something. Yeah, All right. I really feel for you vegans that can't have Jello. Goodbye, skeleton. Uh, we loved you while you were here. Please play your rib cage like the xylophone on your way out. <laughs> Uh, thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight? Uh, hey there. Uh, this is Ryan. Hey, Ryan. How's it going? Doing good. Uh, real quick, Brian, I just want to say I love your outfit. You look like, uh, and I mean this in a good way, you look like you host a podcast that's, that's called Talk Shit, Get Fit. <laughs> Oh, okay, okay. That is what I do. I, this is a fitness podcast now. Yeah, fit pod. And uh, it's just a guy that does sports, big sporty Brian. I did. I'll show I, my muscles. I can do the Popeye thing where you can move the bicep back and forth. Can you get a rope? Can you do that? Mm, no, not there yet. Got, I'm not there yet. I'm Can't not get lifting. curls, man. 
I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not lifted up yet. But I promise. In so a buddy of mine who works out. Uh, uh, I was talking to him yesterday. Uh, he he got me started because he he got lifting, and uh, we were texting back and forth. This this son of a bitch texts me a video of him lifting weights at his weight bench with big chains attached to it, just uh-huh. lifting. And I'm like telling my wife about it. She's like, "What well, what's with the chains? And I was like, they say it's resistance, but you can always just keep putting more weights on it. You don't need the chains. It just looks really fresh. Yeah. <laughs> I want to work out with chains yeah. Yeah. instead of weights. Yeah. There was this guy, there was this guy, uh, like I clean for a living. And sometimes when I'm trying to vacuum the floor, there was this one guy that always comes out of the gym with chains. He has this big old weight, like this big circular round weight, and he hooks it up to the chain. He's just dragging it with his, you know, behind him, back and forth all over the carpet. And I'm just like, hey, man, I'm trying to vacuum this. <laughs> can, can, can you please just, like, move that to the gym? <laughs> yeah, that is weird. Like, to bring people that bring their own stuff to the gym is pretty wild. Uh, I've been I've been getting grief because I don't bring a towel with me, but I think I'm gonna start bringing a towel with me. They don't Be- provide them. No, they're like bring your own towel. You pay that much and they don't fucking clean a towel for you and have it ready to 20, go. Twenty five dollars now. Yeah, it doesn't guess how much it costs to to wash a towel. Ten I, cents. I agree. Ten cents, brother. I'm with you. You know, but they got TVs in the bathroom. So, so yeah, that's that's where your towel money went. That's where all my that's towel. That's where all went. the towel money. Went. I mean, you just use. <laughs> they got paper towel things all over the place. Yeah, paper and then towel. You, you clean it up, and then you just you you. They have like soap things, and you just put that on a paper towel, and then you wipe off the equipment, and it's like whatever. Okay. I don't care. I'll lay in somebody's sweat. What's the fucking? Big I also difference? don't care. People, you get ringworm, and I'm like, I haven't yet. I've done gross stuff my whole fucking life. Still getting get ringworm yet. I'm one of the grossest motherfucker that's ever lived. I just said that I <laughs> yeah, eat I'm jello still- while I take a piss, and I've never had ringworm <laughs> ever. I'm doing great. Well, here's the hoping you don't get ringworm. Oh, I won't. It's impossible. So what's going on, Ryan? <laughs> Was it Ryan? Yes. Thank you. Um. Well, I'm a. Uh, Reviving, I'm reliving some pleasant memories I had. Uh, oh, the weather's warming up, and every summer, it seems like every summer around here in uh, this part of Oregon that I live in, uh, summer is always like the protest season. And mm-hmm. so with things warming up, spring is in the air, I'm remembering uh, a good time I had around 2018 or so, so in 2018, uh, the Proud Boys, they uh, were going to come. They came over to this city called Springfield. Uh, they, they came because they heard the reputation that Springfield, the city that lives uh, just across the river from Eugene, the big college town, uh, so they heard the reputation of Springfield as this conservative bastion. Their only real patriots live there and all that shit. Okay. So they went, they, they came over to the fucking Walmart, to the Springfield Walmart, thinking they were going to be in good company. That it was just going to be all nice, chest-thumping patriots and all that shit. Uh-huh. But uh, <laughs> they, were not, they were not greeted by welcoming patriots they were greeted by a bunch of anti-fascists myself included <laughs> nice in fact uh 
the welcome was such was so cold for them that the uh, SWAT team and the uh, local police immediately came to fail out uh, to put a line between us and them. And it was funny too because the police they had all these big old billy sticks out, you know, trying to intimidate us and all that shit. And it was like all we were doing was basically just saying "fuck off, get out of here, man," you know. So we were waving flags, you know, that we. You know, the Soviet Union flag, the Ancom flag, the Pan-African flag, you know, shit like that. Right. We, we weren't really posing much of a threat. We were just telling these guys to fuck off. But yeah. the police being cooter were, you know, they were they all standing in line with the Baylor clubs and all that shit. But luckily, it, it went like that for, like, a good couple of hours. Just standing there telling them to fuck off. And they were sitting there in their trucks and all that. And eventually, they just gave up and left. And so now I'm trying. I'm remembering that fine, that fond time, and just hoping that uh, we can keep that energy going on. That uh, the uh, you know proud boys and related people inevitably come to the region again. Is there? Is it looking like any of that's going on? It's wild up there. That place, yeah, that place is fucked up. When we played Eugene. There was like some guy, there were several people, but one guy was like, uh, yeah, I got all, he pulled out like three of his fucking teeth and he's like, I got partial dentures because Proud Boys heard this was an anti-fascist bar and we fucking fought them out here, like right in the street. <laughs> like my fucking head got bounced off the <laughs> ground over there. Yeah, it's, it's it sounds way more intense than even what we get here. Yeah. Because yeah. we have a lot of country ass Yeah, I can bullshit. get really fucking intense. Yeah, we have a lot of fascists in the country. And it's something too because Portland... Go. Because Portland is a lot, is even more intense. It's like, it's like sometimes I think shit gets, uh, you know, pretty heated in the Springfield, Eugene area. But then I, you know, I hear what my comrades in Portland are talking about, and I'm just like, man. Right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, there, there was some, there was some guys that tried to do like a trucker convoy thing in Alem. They tried uh -huh. to get that shit started, but. It never really, it, it they never launched, you know. Uh, they never really got it to work. And they, they kind of tried to do a thing, too, where they tried to, you know, they were going to do their own sort of, let's occupy the capital against, you know, the, the COVID practices and stuff. And that also didn't uh, work. So I'm continuing to be hopeful that uh, the Proud Boys and their like were all going to learn that, the Pacific Northwest is not their fucking playground, and that they come here again, they're going to get their shit rocked. For sure. For sure, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's Let's the go. way you want it to be. And then get them to come out here, and we'll fucking politely tell them to eat shit, I guess, is what we do. Actually, there was a fight the last time <laughs> Proud Boys did anything here. So oh, yeah, yeah. It yeah. happens. Yeah, yeah. there's going to be fights. Yeah. They yeah. deserve it. Yeah. Well, thanks for calling, Ryan. That's a good story. Yeah, no problem. Uh, hope you all have a nice rest of the uh, call show, and hope uh, the rest of you all hope the rest of you have the that whatever. Have a nice day. Yeah, <laughs> I'll spit that it. out eventually. Have a nice day. Have a nice day. Have a Bye. good night. I just said have a nice day. Now you got me having a Smell nice. Smell you day. later. Yeah, I mean <laughs> for Pete's sake. Have a good day tomorrow. Yeah. All right. Well, Sport Bride says have a nice day. What? Have a fit day. Have a fit day. Have a have good a, fit. Uh, uh, you know, do some jumping jacks. You know, let's it, have a pumped up day. Let's pump it up. You know, it it sucks because like 
I didn't even do my full cardio today, but I talked to my buddy again. I'm talking to this guy that the guy that kind of got me wanting to work out. And I'm like, how often do you do cardio? And he's like, twice a week. And I'm like, damn, okay, well, I'm doing great then. Mm-hmm. Because twice a week doesn't seem like it makes any difference at all. I'm trying to get fucking fast, dude. No idea. I'm trying to be able to run five miles, no problem. Sure. No problemos, John Stamos. Right. I mean, well, mostly, I mean, you got to figure out what you want to do. Getting strong and doing cardio are not exactly linked in the same thing yeah yeah you can't burn all your calories and build muscle at the same time yeah but i gotta do it every day because of the smoking like i said you know i was smoking there for a while i just feel like i gotta run it out run it out yeah elliptical out i don't know what that actually is you know what it what that exercise is but you know being able to do an hour of it nonstop is i think impressive pretty fast pace too what what pace i get it to five and a half miles in an hour okay i don't know what that is uh <laughs> me neither but i started out 10 with some, no less, less than 10 than, nine something it's five miles an hour yeah i don't know it's like a somebody help me here like a 11 uh 11 minute mile minute mile maybe or 13 yeah, minute it's not too bad i mean it's faster than i was going so okay i'm just going for it man and uh i you know i'm just lifting so i can like uh uh i want to be strong i want to maybe be able to do this and have something show up sure uh but i'm not looking to be ripped you know and Oftenwell says you don't need to punish yourself because you smoked. And it's like, well, yeah, but I plan to smoke again. So oh, it's coming just, back. You know, it'll, it's someday. I'm not stupid enough to think I'm never going to smoke another cigarette. It's true. That's I just point. love them so much. Yeah. You They're know? so nasty now. I've, I can't believe I've, I can't believe I did it. Oh, it's going to happen again. Oh, and I'm sure. That's the way it is. <laughs> 12 minute I don't mile. mind. I don't mind. Yeah. I really don't. I'm not up to the two packs a day. Yeah. I was never up to that. Well, yeah. And I had gotten up to like maybe 12 cigarettes a day there, that last run I had going. So it wasn't too bad. I I just, I I love them, but I got to keep fucking, I got to quit. I got to always, I just got to keep quitting. That's the way I, I'm living my life is like, I'm a quitter. I'll quit. I'll quit for anything. a bunch of years, and then I'll maybe have another cigarette maybe again. Can't do a couple a day. Tried that, didn't work. It doesn't work. Yeah, no. I I did. I only smoke on tour. Yeah, and guess what? That didn't fucking that lasted like one year probably. Well, once we couldn't go on tour though, COVID really fucked that up because I was in the same boat. Oh, dude, and then I- all of a sudden we were done doing the show, and I was like, I'm only gonna bum cigs, and then it was like. No, I'm going to walk over to UDF right now and just stay up all night and smoke cigs. I was also, you know, quarantine was was rough on all of us. Yeah, I mean, I I was I was smoking a lot more then, but I was also full on smoking before we had to get off the road. Right. Like I was I was full on smoking cigarettes all day. Pack pack so yeah, it's just it's fine. Yeah. Smoking is bad, but it's also like my Great. grandma lived to be like 80 and she smoked camel non filters and it's just like i look at that and i'm like you know it doesn't kill you get that promise yeah you knew you had those genes yeah it feels good all right
Sorry about that. Oh. <laughs> Thanks for calling Street Fight. Hey, what's up? Who is this? Hi. Uh, hi, my name is Anna. Um, and I uh, got recommended you guys. Well, I uh, heard you on Block Party and YKS. Um, and then I got recommended to you by my friend JD. So I want to shout him out very quickly. Thanks, JD. Um, but I, yeah, I've been really interested in this conversation about your health, uh, Brian. Let me ask, have you tried, I don't know what they're called actually, but sexist-wise, they're called girl push-ups, where you're partially on your knees, but at an angle, in order to do a push-up? I'm starting, I can do push-ups now. From a plank position? Two to five. Yeah, I'll get down on the floor right now. Brett can watch me. I'm wearing, I'm a sporto anyway. I'm wearing. <laughs> Give us a few. I got the gear on. Let me see. Let me, this arm, let me see this form too. I'm really worried about this form. Don't do a Sean Hannity push up. Let's see what you got. Okay, he's in plank. Butt is up. Yeah, no chest to the ground. Winged elbows. Okay, he's got it. You just need to be tightened up on your form. But I can do push-ups now. I used to not be able to do one. Well, yeah, I mean, I technically, I mean, if your chest doesn't touch the ground, I don't count them. But so I, <sighs> that looked like zero to me. I don't know if I can do that. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, knee push. I do knee push-ups too. You can build your way up to it. I'm a girl. I like yeah. to do. I like to do knee push-ups, especially after you've like maxed out on regular. Yeah, I'll, I'm going to keep yeah. trying because I, I was just saying this to my wife yesterday. I was like, every time we sit down and watch TV, I look at the floor in front of us. I'm like, I should just try to knock out some push-ups. Yeah. But I don't know how to do push-ups, I guess. And my wrist is still fucked. I still use the wrist as a, as a should, thing. Yeah. You need to get the handles. I think the handles would work for you. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah, push-up yeah. handles? I should. I should. Because my wrist You wouldn't have fucked. to bend your wrist. You could keep it straight. Yeah. But uh, no, I don't. Are you I just wearing lift. a uh, wrist brace? No, I should. I don't have a wrist brace, and I don't know if I necessarily uh, need one yet. Uh, sometimes my wrist mm-hmm. hurts when I do chest presses and uh, uh, mm-hmm. shoulder press. But other than that, it, it's mm-hmm. usually fine. Um, I'm just kind of doing like I'm actually switching my trainer this week. To, to a new trainer. I think my trainer got fired. <laughs> oh, no, Peyton. Pay, I think oh, Pay, wow. Pay got fi-fied. Too, uh, too saying too much crazy political stuff? Probably. I, I would lean more toward pervert stuff. Oh, no. I just not. I don't think he... <laughs> like, I don't think he did anything wrong. I think he just that... just seems like... If you feel... Yeah. He's just a starer. Oh, no. Yeah. That's wow. all he is. It's nothing. It's literally. I'm that's not, enough. Yeah. I that's mean, because that's the spark that lights the fuse. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't want to make it sound like he's an abuser or a bad guy. Right. He was just like a constant, like, didn't know tap how. you on the shoulder and be like, man, check that out. Or, Ugh. hey, her over there on that, uh, uh, on the, on the treadmill. Yeah. That's my future wife. You got to throw him into a kennel and spray him <laughs> with a hose and beat him with a newspaper. Yeah. I think that's what ended up happening. Horny dog. Yeah. Cause he was just, he, he was just, he was like fresh faced. He was like 19 or something too. He, maybe early twenties. Yeah. Uh, and like I said, he came in with a black eye one day and just, I don't know. He was reckless with, he was very reckless with like talking about 
which girls in the gym are hot. Yeah. And like if he's doing that with me, a person who does not reciprocate anything at all in that yeah. department, yeah. then I imagine he did it to the wrong person. Yeah. Is my that guess. makes sense. You're right. Too comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Just he's a too comfortable guy and he's horny as shit. He's just very horny. Um, so <laughs> Uh yeah, I I will try that. Uh do you do you do any working out, Anna? Yeah, so my relationship to working out has uh changed very dramatically in the last couple of years. Um I used to do it just for aesthetic reasons, which was uh in my opinion and not in my opinion, in my experience, untenable. So I definitely yep. relate to I have to work out five times a day and do a lot of cardio. Um but I started battling my eating disorder and it became more of a health thing. Also, I have a genetic bone disease. Uh, I don't know if you two have seen the movie Unbreakable with Samuel Jackson and Bruce Willis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, classic. But I have Samuel Jackson. Yeah, so I have Samuel Jackson's disease, actually. Ah. Um, the brittle bone disease. So um, at the end, I started... Last year, by July, I was in so much pain. It turned out I had arthritis in my, I'm 34, by the way, I'm young, but I had arthritis in my lower spine and my hips, Mm. and I have two slightly displayed, uh, uh, what are they called? Spinal, oh, goodness. Uh, Like, uh, but I have some spinal issues, and Mm. um, I was getting to the point where I absolutely could not walk. Um, and it's a, it was a shame cause I actually partially got fired because I was so exhausted from the pain, um, which it, it was sucked because I really enjoyed my job, but I started battling the eating disorder and it just became, I had to go work out, um, because it allows me to actually be mobile. So it's much more of a health thing. It's no longer an aesthetic thing, yeah. which has been much more sustainable because if I skip a workout, I do, I do uh, physical therapy twice a week, once on land and once in the pool. And then I do two aquatic classes. But if I don't, if I skip some of those, I become, I have so much pain and I often like can't walk for the weekend. So it's really just kind of become a non-negotiable thing, but also because I'm not focusing on losing weight and being hotter, you know, conventionally, uh, I enjoy it a lot more. I used to hate working out. It used to be such a burden, but mm-hmm. now that it's such a health thing, I really enjoy it, which is just shocking to me because I've always heard that, but, uh, it really is true. Yeah. I mean, well, it's, I'll say this, it, it, I'm not seeing results necessarily. Uh, and, mm-hmm. I feel like I still like it. So, and I understand you don't see results right away or whatever. And I could be doing several Mm -hmm. other things wrong and stupid. Um, But like, Mm -hmm. I'm able to do it every day. And I'm, 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 you know, I, I do 90 minutes in the gym. I do an hour of cardio and then a half hour of um, a half hour of lifting or so and then I go home mm-hmm. I have that amount of time so it's fine the 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 shitty thing about me is that I I am vain and and the only way that the only thing that got me into the gym is is not going to be health 
uh, it is going to have to be some visual transformation mm-hmm. or or just yeah. well eventually you won't achieve that and it'll shatter for you and then you'll figure out the real reason to do it <laughs> i mean it's not even like a full visual transformation like i'm not trying to be like ripped right. and, and cut and stuff like that i just would like to not have my gut basically it's my gut and then my very thin arms and then my also concave chest I'm just like not, I, I just toning up a little bit would be really fucking nice. And I think it would also feel good. And, you know, if I think this is going to work for that, then I will just keep doing it anyway. Cause I'm vain and, uh, mm-hmm. I, I'm very yeah. vain and I also love a routine. <laughs> so now this has turned into a routine yeah. that also feeds into my vanity and uh is making me i guess a little bit healthier healthier and that's the way i've been able to do it so far now my therapist is telling me i'm i'm doing it incredibly wrong but uh i'm trying not to do it wrong mm-hmm. doing the wrong way well no he just says that like well, I, I, you can't make everything in my therapist feels that i take everything and i make it mm-hmm. so it's just if i don't do it it'll destroy my life and i'll feel horrible everything's life or death well yeah everything for me is like uh do it or or bad things will happen and i'm a very like uh Mm -hmm. the way that i motivate myself is through sort of negativity and 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 shit like that uh, like in negative ways so like you Mm -hmm. know he's talking to me he's like hey you're doing all the right stuff but like do you think there's a possibility that maybe you could be gentle to yourself? Yeah. (laughs) That's what he kind of, that's, that's what I'm always, you'll get there eventually. Yeah. You'll get there. Yeah. I mean, that's what my life, I mean, I mean, I just say negative. I have negative self talk. Yep. Very bad at that. Yeah. Well, my therapist, I had something similar. Um, my therapist called it superstitious thinking, which was if I didn't worry, if I worried about something that meant it wouldn't happen. And that because I had a series of coincidences where all the bad things that were happening to me were uh, things that I had not thought to worry about. And that's actually the only thing that snapped me out of it was I felt like in 2016, I was the only one taking Trump seriously as a candidate and thought he had a shot in hell of winning. So I worried about it all the time. And then when he won, I, it broke my superstitious thinking. Cause I was like, I worried about that a hundred percent. And it wow, happened. Yeah. So yeah, like you put all your, to come out of the Trump administration. God, I am, I you put all your mental efforts into fucking shit up on that right there. Yeah. That is wild. Yeah. Actually. That's yeah. wild. I, I, Cause I want to say that like, I sort of, only catastrophize i i don't think that big ever uh i never think Mm -hmm. i'm not very charitable when i think about myself right and like so Mm -hmm. i spend all my time uh uh thinking i'm the bad guy in every situation like wherever the situation's happening i'm a bad guy and the reason for that probably is because there was a period of my life where i was the bad guy in almost every situation and you know I, I made a decision 
a very long time ago to not be mean to people anymore. I don't, I don't want Mm -hmm. to make, I don't want to make people feel bad at all. Like that. My goal is to never make anybody feel bad. And I will, I will jump through hoops to make sure that I'm the one that feels bad in any situation that happens. So like, if I think I'm going to make somebody feel bad, I just am like, I'll fucking, I'll take it on. Don't worry about it. I, I'll just, I'd rather it, I'd, I'd rather it affect me because I don't want to be a mean guy and, and stuff like that. So like, uh, you know, I just, I, I think very lowly of myself. I have like really low self-esteem. So I just mm-hmm. generally am always trying to figure out a way not to have that. I just don't know what that way would be. <laughs> well, let you me ask start thinking you about yourself like a, uh, well, I guess a, I have a few question. No, I'm never going to do that. Right? <laughs> cut it out. You know, I think something that actually could help you with the negative self-talk uh, about your body would be to actually do that singlet or that one piece, regardless of whether or not you raise the money. Because I think if you did that on your Patreon it would be in a safe space. We'd have context for what you're trying to achieve. Um, also, I know that, and I, I, this feels personal to say, but I did listen to the episode. One of my favorite episodes you've done was when you had the YKS crew on, and you talked about how you don't undress in front of your wife, like it's done in the dark. Um, and I feel like at least starting to be vulnerable and show a bit of your body that you might feel ashamed of to the people that you trust would be a good stepping stone to getting more comfortable with yourself. I, yeah, I'll look at your dick. It, no, it doesn't have anything to do. <laughs> it doesn't have anything to do with. Yes. For me, it's like, she shouldn't have to see that. That's like the way my, my brain works. But like, I don't want to yeah. see it either. Like the other person that doesn't want to see me naked is me. I don't want to see me naked. Yeah. I, I, but you I, like what you can do when you're naked, right? Uh, I mean, I'm probably okay at it. You know what I mean? Whatever it is that you do when you're naked. I like taking showers. I'm real fond you're good of at that. that. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I just, I, I, uh, I, I really, really, really need to, I understand in my life that I really need to learn how to, to, the, the negative self-talk. And, and I think this working out thing, mm-hmm. uh, as far as like, as far as like looking the way I think it might not happen. I understand that. I understand mm-hmm. that it, that it might not happen this vision, but I also understand that what I feel is if I work out every day and I know I'm putting my all in it and I know I'm working as hard as I can, I hope, that that becomes mm-hmm. enough to make me feel like a a, a better person. I guess it does. Way. Yeah, that's, that's great. what I'm that's shooting perfect. for. Perfect. Yeah, you're on the right track. <laughs> yeah, that's that's my goal. So, uh, Have yeah. You, are you familiar with the the love languages, like the various types of love languages? You know, are you more moved by acts of service or verbal communication or gifts, that kind of thing? I don't know. Ryan never took a love language quiz. I don't know what a love language is. Katie never got caught up in that. I never heard of it. 
And well, I mean, it, to be fair, it's like crazy. It's by like a crazy Christian freak, but oh, we still I love it feel, though. Uh, when I learned, yeah, no, I I think it actually could be a fun. I think it could be a fun Holy Boys episode, but uh, <laughs> the the thing is, I learned that verbal communications, affirmations of my boyfriend saying "I love you" to me translate more than something like him buying me something. And yeah. I know that for me, something that helps combat my negative self-talk is that I will ask him, you know, because I was very self-conscious about my body, even though I've gained a tremendous amount of weight uh, while being with him, but him communicating what he finds attractive about me or what my friends like about me, that helps me personally. But I, I don't know what your form of communication is, obviously. No um, idea. But I know that's I'm, what help, has helped me personally. Yeah. I'm currently trying to take the quiz, but I don't know how long it is. So I, yeah. if I get it done by the time we're done, I will say it on the air. We'll figure out what your love language is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for calling, Anna. I appreciate it. It's fun to, you know, you got to talk to Sporty, Sporty yes. Brian, Sporto. Yeah. I'm here. He's like, the only sporty He's like the only sporty that isn't a bro. It's great. That's right. Well, I hope to someday be a, a bro, too. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, do not do that. Don't do that. <laughs> but thank you so much for having me on. Yeah, thanks Please. for calling. Good one. Oh, that's... Yeah. Um, I mean, you know what? Uh, I enjoy negative self-talk, too, but only because it makes me laugh. Like, uh, a lot of times when I'm running... I'm just like, I want to give up. And I'm like, don't you fucking give up, you piece of shit. Like, I just really love to degrade, degrade myself. But I'm doing it more out of a laughing way. I'm trying not to believe any of that stuff. Um, yeah, I believe it, though. Like, everything I say in my head that, again, you know, we've talked yeah. about this on the show before. Like, all the bad stuff I think I believe and all the good stuff I think I don't believe. Like, yeah. that's been my problem often. Yeah, I think for, and you know, um, through my own journey, and like I said, I feel like you're, I know where you're at on the journey in the beginning here. Um, and then also with uh, reading books and talking to nutritious fr nutritionist friends, listening to the maintenance phase, like, you know, your body image is something that can't be changed overnight. And like, maybe you have your belly forever because you're that size and it's not a big deal. And like, most of this stuff is because we hate fat people and we're afraid of fat people and think that they like failed at all of this stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, but really what it should be and which I, you've identified is like, you want to be able to lift heavier weights. And that's the only reason to lift weights is because I want to be able to lift a heavier one, not because the, it's going to make me look like this ideal or make me a good person or anything. It's just a way to advance the, advance the idea, you know, advance the process of, of lifting more weights, you know? Exactly. Exactly. I, I and, agree. I, I mean, it, I, I will know when the weight level goes up, yeah. I'll feel good. And eventually, I mean, you know, all muscles will grow and maybe I'll feel better, but you I know. know, I also agree with the caller though, when they said about doing it for health as well, is that like, everybody knows I'm a big back pain person. So they, I do have people from time to time come to say like, Hey, what's, what do you recommend for this or that? And I tell everybody like, you got to work out. That's the only way straining your back is the only way to retain your back muscles. Like if you sit, if you get injured and you stop using them cause you're afraid, like it's, they, they go away. So you got to work out for that stuff. Stay mobile. It's important because, you know, yeah, the mobility. Basically, it, here's the thing. 
one day all of us are never going to have the strength, aren't going to have the strength to sit on the toilet and someone else is going to be wiping your ass. So you want to train so that you, that you put that off for as long as possible. Yes. <laughs> That's what I feel that I want to do is be able to sit down and stand up off the toilet until I can't. But I want that to be 70 or 80. Yeah, mobility is really important to me. Being able to move and move fast is important to me. So, yeah. We got any more calls? One last more to go. All one right, one we got more, this. Whatever that means. Thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight? Yeah, hey, this is uh, Skip. Skip, what's How going on? Skibbity bop. Uh, not much, guys. Long time, first time. Appreciate um, it. I was calling in tonight. Yeah, calling in tonight because I work working with uh, Central Ohio Food Not Bombs, and we are looking for. Uh, we've been wor- working out of a church. And we've got to move, and so we're looking for a new location or locations. So wanted to put that out here to see if anybody has any ideas. And, yeah, I saw um, that. I saw that it was being moved. The building got sold. Is that what happened? The old building? Yeah, it's getting sold. It's in the process, so we've got to be out by the end of the month. And so we need a new place to store so, store things. Yeah, so we're we're looking we're looking for a space to put um, possibly a possibly a large or possibly a smaller walk in refrigerator or possibly a couple of uh, just kind of like regular um, like home refrigerators. Um, you know, we're looking for really anybody who is willing to help out and has space. Um, and can provide it either for free or for a pretty minimal amount of money. Basically, just, you know, we're able to cover utility costs, but not much more than that. Hmm. For sure. Yeah. And um, and if anybody has any ideas, wants to contact us, we're at centraloh.fnb at gmail.com. All right. Perfect. CentralOHFNB at gmail.com. We'll put it in the show notes, too. Yep. Oh, awesome. All right. Well, hey, one more thing. Oh, for Brian. Okay. What's up? Brian, what, what's the proper protocol for, for seeing Brian on one of your walks? Uh, you're probably going to have to wait about a week and a half, two, because uh, I have not been on a walk recently. Because I'm gym, gym rat. I'm, I'm sporty. I wear the thing now. But uh, just yell out to me. Say hello. Uh, they yeah. see you. What do they do? Really? Honestly, just. He loves it. He always he texts everybody. Oh, somebody just said street fight as I was walking down the street. He, yeah, hey, just yell street it. fight or yell Brian. And I will. It doesn't freak me out is what I'm saying. I, if, I think oh, the right thing on. that Give, people okay. are more afraid of is. People get to be more. People are a little more afraid to approach you yeah. and stuff like that. It's it's just much easier for you to yell Brian, and I'll be like, that's probably somebody that. Yeah, keep a small, uh, like a pocket sized Lego set in your bag or something. If you see him, you can just hand over a little Lego oh, set or something. I love Lego, like a Bionicle or something. Yeah, 
$3,750 for ketamine transfusion and, and also the Titanic, the Lego. Titanic Lego set. That's, That's what a good I'm idea. For. That's smart, man. That's what I would do. It sucks when you have to raise money for health stuff because you're like, I wanted that money for cool stuff too, though. <laughs> like if I had $3,000, I wouldn't spend it on my health. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, just yell out at me and I will wave to you. And if you're walking by, you just say, hey, Brian, and I will stop and I'll talk to you if we're... In that situation, just keep in mind, if I don't respond, I wear, I'm constantly always listening to stuff. Right on. All right. Well, thanks for calling. Hopefully, I'll see you out there. As soon as it's above 65 degrees, I'll be out every day. Yeah. And you'll be able to see me. Hey, and if you got the last bag of jail bites, maybe that's also another way to get him to come over. Just start... Uh, waving those out the window. Yeah, if you get some gel well, bites. Yeah, maybe if we find a place for our fridge, we can uh, store some gel bites. <laughs> Should. I mean, the people would love the gel bites. To, oh, they're not vegan. Yeah, they're not. Hmm. I wish they were. All right. Well, thanks for calling. Now go home and watch the rest of this mania. This yeah. WrestleMania. I have to go record Minion Death Call. Yo. I'm about to go record. I got to record. I got one more Dude. tall boy to go for that show. Yeah, I got to go to the doctor in the morning. So I'm Fine. trying to run home, you know. Well, I, thanks for calling in and uh, message me. Uh, I want to I want to uh, help more. Uh, so message me with, with some info on what you okay. need. And I'll see what I can do. Yeah. Um, personally, I'm at, on Twitter at uh, Make Seabus Weird. Brett, I think you follow me, actually. Okay. Cool. Yeah, that sounds there. familiar. Um, uh, yeah, my... so I'll shoot you a message. And um, yeah, appreciate any help you guys can give us. Cool. All right. Well, it's good to hear from you. And, and we'll try to get you some help. Peace. So, okay, yeah. everybody, Take real quick, idea. real quick before we get out of here. You found your love language? Uh, physical touch, 32%. Okay. Words of affirmation, 29%. That makes sense. Quality time, 23%. Makes sense. Acts of service, 13%. Right. Receiving gifts, 3%. That's interesting um, because, well, I don't know. I guess I don't know how you think about it. But uh, I thought you were more acts of service guy. What's acts of service? Doing things for other people. I'm an acts of service person. Big, big problem with my marriage was that like... I was doing all of the laundry and all of the dishes and like so many of the chores. And that was supposed to be like, Jesus Christ, lady, I fucking like you. Why do you think that I don't like you? Why do you think I don't love you? Why are you questioning this? And she liked other stuff. She did it. She had definitely had a different love language than me. And uh, acts of service is like my number one. I, I mean, I immediately will go out of my way to do stuff for people that I'm in love with. I do that too, but I do it in a bad way. Okay, so yeah, like more of a like, I'm fucking doing the laundry. Ha! She can't yell at. She can't. Yeah, you do it in the mat. You do it in the. You do it in a toxic way. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm really words of affirm. I like words of affirmation and and gifts. Gifts. I don't think any. I don't think anybody over like twenty five is like gift driven. (laughs) I like gifts. I mean, but. Like it's important, important. Yeah, it's been it's been a good. Rachel got me some stuff that like uh, really changed my. She got me a griddle for my kitchen that goes between two burners, 
Oh, and those are nice. Oh my fucking god! Every time I break it out, it's like I would have never. I don't think I ever would have thought to buy that. You know. And I'm, she gave it to me every day. I'm like, I make breakfast on that thing. I'm like, this is the fucking best. Like, I can totally throw down on a flat top. I'm actually trying to go buy. I all I got. God, if I didn't spend that five hundred dollars today like that, I would have loved to. We were looking at griddles yesterday, the outdoor ones. Yeah, and yeah. I'm just such a coward so when nice. it comes to. I'm. What am I gonna do? Make a cheeseburger every three weeks on it? You know, Why it's not? like my. It's like my smoker. I rarely use that. So yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I like. I, I'm a gift person. People like to get me gifts because I put on. I like to put on a show when I get gifts. Like I still roll around on the ground and stuff. You know. <laughs> I I definitely want to be known as a person that loves gifts because like yeah I'll give you whatever you want. I mean I don't. I'm not saying I don't like gifts. No, I mean, no, I get it. Yeah. There's also like an immense pressure with gifts. I think in a weird way that. Yeah, you ha- you also are like you you've. Now I just want to give people cash instead of gifts. So I can understand why you got a 3% on that. Yeah, I'm a 3%er. Like, yeah. <laughs> Only 3% of people will admit they don't like gifts. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening to Street Fight. We'll see you on Wednesday night. Uh, I think we're going to be in studio again. I, I plan to be here. I'll be here. Uh, come hang with us. Twitch.tv slash Street Fight Radio. Uh, find more of what we do at patreon.com slash street fight radio get access to hundreds of bonus shows and episodes holy boys heat o'brien american podcast teen fight radio shocktober all of that you get access to it immediately you get access to a private feed if you go so maybe some of you don't know some people i get it patreon gives you a bonus feed that you just put right into your podcast player you never have to go to patreon.com after you sign up you sign up, you get the, the the feed, you plug it into your podcasting app, and you get an extra street fight every single week uh, with us doing, you know, the fun shit instead of the sad stuff like <laughs> the person at the beginning, uh, you know, said. Well, we'll see you on Wednesday. Peace. <laughs>